This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. All right, what's going on, America? Bud Light, Jack Daniels, and Nike. Oh, my. (laughs) The transgender drag queen epidemic across our country continues to spread. And I want to discuss it, not to give platform to what I consider evil, trying to infiltrate into our society, but to give perspective Uh, against what the narrative is starting to have you believe. I did a little video earlier today, and when I stated my facts, I guess a lot of people got confused because I didn't say this percentage of people identify as transgender. I kind of figured it was assumed since the video was about transgenderism and drag queen story hours, but apparently you can't assume those things. So we're going to go in depth today. We're going to talk about Dylan Mulvaney. And the role that I believe that this dude is playing in the further division of our country. Uh, And then I also want to talk to the ladies. I want to issue a challenge because my biggest question is, where are you? And, you know, I'll be interested to see what you think when we get done with all of this. I got some facts and some data for you guys, along with uh, Bud Light's response um, to the backlash of the partnership with Dylan Mulvaney, a man pretending to be a woman. All right, so let's just let's just jump right into it. Okay. Inflation has consequences, guys, as the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending. Long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling the banks. Depositors are holding their breath and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Right now is time for diversification. Right now is to protect your family savings, your 401k, your IRA with gold or precious metals. That's why you need to work with my friends over at Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k or simply your savings into precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Simply text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. That's it. That's all they want to do. They want to send you a free info kit. It's no cost to you, no commitment to you. What do you have to lose than to simply do what you need to do to find out the information that you need to protect your family in these uncertain times? Text Graham to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Go right now and text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 today. So a couple days ago, Dylan Mulvaney makes uh, splashes. And for those of you who don't know, Dylan Mulvaney is a man. He is a man. M-A-N, man. 
that is pretending to be a woman, whether he truly believes it to be true or not, I don't know, but there are only two genders, okay? And, and, and I don't like the fact that as Christians, if we state facts, okay, the Bible's very clear about all of this. In the beginning, he made him both male and female in his own image. It's super simple, very simple. Literally, you just got to go to the first book and the first chapter, the 27th verse, I believe it's the 27th verse of the Bible to determine this out. And then further on in the Bible, it says that God knew you when he knitted you in your mother's womb. God doesn't make mistakes, right? So moving on from that, we've established what the truth is, both biblically and reality, DNA, et cetera, XX, XY chromosomes. Uh, these are simple truths. But what we find ourselves in now is the, I don't know, the disposal of truth in replacement of emotion and in replacement of feelings. Everybody has feelings. Everybody has things that they believe and what they feel at the moment, but that doesn't make them true. In fact, more often than not, our feelings can play uh, tricks on us and cannot be true, right? I feel like everybody hates me. Well, a couple people might hate you, but everybody doesn't hate you. See what I mean? That There are the feelings of what's going on and the realities of what's going on. I feel like I'm a woman. Okay, you feel that way. Got it. But you're not. You're not. Your DNA, your chromosomes, your, your genetic makeup does not lie. Okay? What is more likely? that your chromosomes, your DNA makeups, that God made a mistake, or perhaps there's something wrong with your mind chemically, perhaps there's counseling that needs to be involved, and perhaps you're playing into this narrative that is being pushed on our country to believe that transgenderism and drag queen story hours are normal in our society. Okay, so the other day, Bud Light declares a, uh, a par partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. Not only do they have a partnership, they gave him, and I will always call him him because that's what he is. He's a dude. They gave him a happy 365 can with his face on it. Okay, and what that means is Dylan Mulvaney has been a woman for 365 days. And that's his, that has been his claim to fame. A couple years ago, he was on The Price is Right as a, a dude, and then ever since then, he started on TikTok like day one as a woman, and he's walked it all the way up to 365. I don't know what the next thing's going to be. Is it going to be walking it up to year 10 as a woman, or, or is it going to be walking it back down to a man? I don't know what his next step is, but you know, I've actually thought about doing something similar. <laughs> Maybe I should do like a documentary series of uh, 365 days as a liberal, <laughs> like maybe I started day one of being a liberal where someone gets my Starbucks, my Starbucks order wrong. And I just throw it and be a Karen in the drive through. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, maybe I should do that. A 365 day series of being a liberal and, and go, but anyway, Bud Light has received a lot of backlash from this. John Rich, uh, Travis Tritt, Kid Rock, a lot of people have come out. Uh, a lot of bar owners have come out saying that they'll not be purchasing Anheuser-Busch products anymore, et cetera. But Bud Light has come out with a statement for this. 
uh, for the backlash of this. And this is the most interesting thing. Now, I'm not a big alcohol drinker. I'm not a liquor drinker at all. But, but you know, beer, it, it just, it, it innately has like a certain demographic attached to it, I would assume. Okay? When you think of people drinking a beer, you think about the guys drinking a beer, you think about a country music artist, you know, drinking a beer, cheers in the stadium that he sold out or she sold out, et cetera. You just assume that there's a certain clientele for beer drinkers, especially Bud Light, right? Like I realized that there's these snobby beer drinkers that, you know, are hops and all this other kind of stuff. But Bud Light drinkers, there's a certain, there's a certain clientele, you know, Natty Light. Like, <laughs> there's a certain clientele that goes along with this. But this is Bud Light's response, okay? Bud Light says, packed with trans activists, Dylan Mulvaney, get this, helps authentically connect with audiences. What? Who? What? What? What audience? What? What audience is this? Uh, don't worry. I have data for you. Jack Daniels has come out supporting uh, Drag Queen Story Hour summer camps, by the way. So for you liquor Jack Daniels drinkers, there you go. But the biggest thing I want to touch on here is Bud Light says that the pact, and that's weird too, says pact, not partnership or sponsorship deal, the pact. That's weird wording there to me. Like, it's weird. Why do you have a pact with somebody? That's odd. Businesses don't have packs. They have business deals. They have partnerships. They have strategic strategy partnerships. They have sponsorships, et cetera. They don't have packs. That's weird. Uh, not pack like a pack of beer. No, a pact. P-A-C-T. A pact. It's weird. It's weird wording. Anyway, well, they say it authentically connects with audiences. Well, this is what I wanted to get to the bottom of. Who are the audience? What is the audience of this? What is the percentage of people in America specifically, okay, that identify as transgender? Okay, Bill Maher has covered this already, that it has exponentially grown over the years. And at this rate, in 50 years, all of us are going to be gay at minimum, <laughs> at minimum at this point. But, but I wanted to do some, some research. So this is the Williams Institute of uh at ucla so this is not a conservative leaning institution so you can look this up at williamsinstitute.law.ucla.edu so this is from ucla okay here we go all right ladies listen up we all know that beards are back in session but we all know that beards can go from mighty and majestic like hercules to duck dynasty really quick so it is time for you to get the gift that keeps on giving for your man to keep that majestic beard under control and any other hair that maybe needs some taming in their life chest hair and any other hair that you may imagine it is time to join the eight million people worldwide who have bought the man in their life manscaped and all you got to do is go to manscaped.com for 20 percent off plus free shipping with the promo code Graham. That's all you have to do. That's simple, right? Why? Why allow such a majestic thing as a man who has a beard? The man in your life that you feel is so manly, the man in your life that you love their beard, but it comes to a point where that thing just gets out of control. 
Help them tame the majestic part of their life. Help them be the Herculean protector of your home that you know that they are. Help them be the best version of themselves. Because, ladies, you know that as men, we don't buy nothing for ourselves. So give him the gift that keeps on giving. Eight million men are using the Manscaped beard trimmers, the weed whackers, etc. And guess what? They are amazing. Not only do they do the job they're supposed to do, they also don't cut, which is a very amazing thing. Trust me when I say that. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code Graham at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Graham at manscaped.com. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Help your Hercules look the part and have that majestic beard going on. Go to manscaped.com, promo code Graham. And these were some of the numbers that they found. Of the entire U.S., over 1.6 million adults ages 18 and older and youth ages 13 to 17 identify as transgender. Okay, so there's 360 million people in the country. 1.6 million adults and or youth identify as transgender. Okay, 0.6% of the U.S. population, not 6%. 0.6% of the U.S. population ages 13 to 17 identify as transgender. 0.5% identify, and that's 17 or older, identify as transgender. That's interesting to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, research. Research shows transgender individuals are younger on average than the U.S. population. We find that youths ages 13 to 17 are significantly more likely to identify as transgender than adults 65 or older. I wonder why. This research says that racial slash ethnic distribution of youth and adults who identify as transgender appears generally similar to the U.S. population. Though our estimates mirror prior research that found transgender youth and adults are more likely to report being Lat- Latinx, Latinx or whatever, and less likely to report being white compared to the U.S. population. Let's go to where it broke it down by states here. Of all the transgender people, 18% of them, uh, 18% of people who identify as transgender are ages 13 to 17. 8% of the U.S. population as a whole are ages 13 to 17. Uh, 39% of people who identify as transgender are women. 36% or excuse me, are transgender women. 36% are transgender men. Uh, This is interesting. And this is, this this is the stuff where I start to question the whole uh, legitimacy of it all. 3% of youth in New York identify as transgender. 0.2% of adults in Missouri identify as transgender. 0.9% identify as transgender in North Carolina. 0.6% identify as transgender in Wyoming. But 3% of youth in New York identify as transgender. Now, my question would be is if this was a real thing, if this was something real that was going on, Okay, what I mean is transgender people, that thought process that you can be a man and actually instead of being a woman and you can be a woman instead of being a man. If that was real, 
should be relatively even across state lines. There should not be regional influxes in this. And if it's regional influxes, how can you have 3% of youth, like total, in New York identify as transgender? So that means that if 0.5, hang on, how much was it again? Let me look at the, let me look at the data. If 0.6% of ages 13 to 17 of the trans, identify in the transgender population of the entire United States, only 0.6% of the entire U.S. population. If 3% of that 0.6 live in New York City, then regionally, it is exponentially upping that very small number of the total population in the first place, right? So if it's regional, how can it be real? Because if it's actually real, and men can be women and women can be men, then you would assume that it would be relatively even or at least similar across the board. But 3% in New York opposed to 0.2% in Missouri. That is a very, very drastic difference. Why? Why is that? Well, because it's a narrative. Because it's a popular thing right now. Just like goth was pop was popular back in my day, you know the goths and things like that. Like everybody was a goth. Everybody was listening to the death metal and all this other kind of stuff, and they were dressing like vampires for a while. I, this is a narrative push on our young people. This is a narrative push. This is an evil narrative push, but it is a push nonetheless because the data does not support that there is a large percentage of transgender people in America. So you have to ask, why is every single major company in the world doing all of this stuff to support a narrative of such a small group of people? Because it is a small group of people, microscopic, microscopically small. Okay. To put it in comparison, okay. The U S military in total is about 1% of the population. So there you go. This is not the normal. This is not a mainstream thing. And despite what they want you to believe, people are not chasing down transgender people in the street and beating them up, stabbing them, shooting them, etc. They're not allowed to not shop at stores. Uh, in fact, uh, Christians were gunned down uh, a little while ago. And still to this day, the White House just just two days ago, the White House press secretary was asked why Will the White House not declare it a hate crime? What happened to the Christians just the other day uh, in, in, in that horrific school shooting perpetrated by a transgender individual? And the, the White House official response is, uh, it's not what, what, you know, that's not our decision to make. Well, you have no problems making it for everything else, but I digress. My point is, this is an evil spiritual battle of an evil narrative of a push to make you believe that this is a bigger deal than it is. And we're falling right into it, hook, line, and sinker. So take this episode as an opportunity to have a little bit of never in the history of our country has such a small percentage of the population had such influence of fear from these companies. Do you really think I believe for one second 
that Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light and Jack Daniels and Natty Light and all these places really believe that their authentic audience is transgender individuals? No, but these people are so afraid of 13 to 17-year-olds, 0.5% of the United States population, which can't even drink in the first place. So 0.6% of the entire population of America identifies as transgender. How is that your audience? It's not, is the question. Or it's not is the answer. It's not a question. It's a matter of fact. Facts don't lie. Your feelings do. And your emotions do, and what you think oftentimes lies to you, or it is slanted a certain way, but facts and data do not lie. And a left-leaning liberal institute the, of UCLA says that the, the, this is such a minuscule amount of the population. Why is it having such an effect? And then yesterday, Dylan Mulvaney gets yet another sponsorship. He is now the face of Nike women's wear. For athletics, he was seen sporting uh, athletic leggings for women and uh, yet a athletic tank top. What he's holding in the tank top, I don't know because he doesn't have anything because he's a he. But here's my here's my plea to women. Here's my plea. Women have worked so hard. For so long, where where are the feminists at? Where are the equality feminists at? Right. Where are all of you? Does it not anger you? What an ultimate sign of of the patriarchy taking everything away from women again. Then a man deciding he wants to be a woman and they get women of the year. (laughs) A man gets woman of the year. A man is getting sponsored by Nike uh, to be the face of women's sports. Does it not anger? You ladies, honest question, email me, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. And if it does anger you, where are you? That's my question to the ladies out there. Where are you? I'm a dude speaking out in regards to try to protect real women because this is an insult and a slap in the face to real women out there. Where are the real women at? This is where we are right now. Imagine what your children are going to have to deal with and imagine what your grandchildren are going to have to deal with. Where are the real women at? Men are taking things away from you and they're doing it in a perverted, sick and twisted way because they're simply saying that they are you. Does that not anger you? We live in a world where good is bad and bad is good and right is wrong and wrong is right. And there is an active attack against women. There's an active attack to groom our children. But specifically, I don't understand why women are not up in arms about this. You have the right to vote, which you should, but you're not doing anything with it. You're not using your right to vote. You're not using your right to kick these people out of offices that are continuing to push this agenda. You're not actively protesting in the streets peacefully about this. Where are you? In fact, I'm just being honest. So many of the women I know either A, don't have a clue or B, just go about our own business. 
yeah, the world, the world's just falling apart, but you know, we're just, we're just going to mind our own business. Uh, you can only do that for so long. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. It is getting closer and closer and closer to your door. Just, just yesterday, we're driving home here in South Carolina. And there's a big old billboard for trans kids right here in South Carolina. It's everywhere. And those of you who believe that it still haven't reached you yet, you are the person that is standing right in the nuclear blast radius and you don't even know it because your head is so far in the sand, you have no idea what's going on. Or worse, you do know what's going on and you remain complacent about it. You should be angry, ladies. You should be upset. Where are you? Where are the ladies that are fighting against this? Where are they? Where are the ladies that are fighting against these things? Where are you? Because I don't see you. I don't hear you. And I'm asking you, don't you think this is worth fighting for? Women fight so hard because they want equal pay to men, even though that's been disproven anyway. But up in arms, feminists over equality of pay. But now you have men winning women's championships. You have men sponsored to be the face of women's activewear. You have men that are now taking your jobs from you because. God forbid a business hire a real woman over hiring a, chan a transgender woman, a man pretending to be a woman. They will get picked before you. They will get the jobs before you. They will get the jobs before your daughters. They will get the jobs before your, uh, your sons as well. The transgender men, women who identify as men, they're going to get picked before you. This is not equality. This is a forced narrative of acceptance to where you will respect it and you will fall in line or else their, their narrative and their position has grown more aggressive, angrier, more demonstrative over the years. You got to give it to Greg Locke, Pastor Greg Locke back in 2015 or whenever it was. The gay marriage thing, nationally, federally recognized, he said, this is just the start. This is just the start. Gay marriage is just the start. This will lead to eventually the acceptance of pedophilia in this world. It's already starting to happen. It's already starting to happen. The weirdest thing about the Dylan Mulvaney stuff to me is he's not just pretending to be a woman. His version of a woman is childlike at best or teen, teeny bopper-like at best. It's eerie, not just because he's a man pretending to be a woman, but he's a man pretending to be a young girl, like a teenager. It's weird. It's weird and it's unsettling. And here's another thing, ladies. Where's the outrage over these people that are over these men that are pretending to be women 
Do you honestly believe that women act like that? That's a good point that Alyssa brought up to me last night is who acts like this? What woman acts and behaves this way? Have you ever watched some of this crap that these people are doing? No, no real woman I know behaves that way. You know who does? Children and teenagers, maybe. Which brings in the whole evil side of it even more into context. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going down a road, continuing to go down a road. We've been going down this road for a while, but this road is continuing to go down a dark and horrific path. And I need you to hear my voice when I say this. I always have to end it with this. This is not hatred towards the people that are lost in this evil of transgenderism. I hate transgenderism. I do. And I feel completely fine and completely um, affirmed in saying that. I hate transgenderism. I hate the lifestyle of sin. I do. And I know we all sin and I hate sin in general. I wish that I didn't sin, but I do. I hate it. Do I hate the people that are lost in their sin and the evil confusion of transgenderism? Absolutely not. God loves them. Absolutely. He wants to have a relationship with them. He wants to save them. God loves gay people. He wants to have a relationship with them. But the thing is, you can't just accept the savior part of God. Yes, God will come in. He loves you no matter what your sin is, adulterer, liar, cheater, transgender, LGBTQ, whatever. He loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. Murderer. He loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. But you can't just have the savior part of God. See, here's the thing. God loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you. But if you accept his grace, if you accept, if you accept his love and you accept him into your heart, guess what happens after that? Then you have to die as well. You have to crucify your own flesh. The Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you and the conviction of the Holy Spirit changes you. And you have to accept the Lord part because then he becomes our Lord and Savior. Isn't it funny that he's our Lord and Savior? Isn't it funny that Lord is first, not he's our Savior and Lord? Have you ever wondered that? I do. I think it's very important. Words and the order in which they're spoken. See, so many people just want the Savior part. Do you forget about the Lord part? And the Bible is very clear about what it says. The Bible is very clear about the genders. There's only two. Bible's very clear about living in sin. The Bible's very clear about drag. The Bible's very clear about transgenderism. The Bible's very clear about the LGBTQ lifestyle. The Bible is very clear. And here's my other warning at the end. You see, we all thought that the biggest battle moving forward was going to be abortion. But what we didn't realize was that there was actually, it's like a hydra, right? Okay, they're losing some ground on abortion because Roe v. Wade was struck down. And it's just like a hydra. You cut one head off, three more heads pop up. Now you got drag queens. Now you got transgender men, transgender women popping up all over the place. It is a pandemic of mental acuity, of mental understanding, of a narrative of evil origin that is infecting our young people. And again, as pointed out by state, it's not even remotely close by state what states have more transgender people than others. And if it's a real thing, it's like percentage of, of children being born, right? People are going to do what people do to make children. I realize that you may have children listening, so I'm just going to say it like that. People are going to do what people are going to do for children to, to, to get here. 
childbirth is pretty, pretty standard across the board. Children are being born pretty, pretty equally. There's some variance, obviously, but but across the board, per population, per state, there's pretty normal percentages of births happening across the board because that's a natural, real thing. If transgenderism and the belief that people can be men if they're women or women if they're men, if it spikes in certain areas as opposed to other states, then that's not normal and that's not natural. And that means that it is indoctrinated and it is pushed and it's a narrative that is, that is perpetuated upon our society and upon our youth. And those are the realities and those are the facts and that is the truth. And in this world where it seems like everything is upside down and every company seems to be bowing the knee because there's just more and more and more transgender people and they need to accept them. You need to know, no, we're talking about 0.5% if you're the age of 13 to 17 of the entire population and 0.6% if you're 17 and older across the entire population of America that identify as transgender. It is not the norm. It is not a large percentage of America. So why are we bending the knee so much to such an extreme, extreme narrative of such a small minority of the population? Let me know what you think. Email me, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you all again next time.